Hello everyone and welcome to Movies of Darkness. I'm Frozen Fallout and today Motor Rory and I will be watching Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, Moto, what can our listeners expect? Uh, well, Frozen, we will be watching Johnny Mnemonic and trying to interpret the events in the story from the perspective of the World of Darkness role-playing games. Uh, if people would like to watch along, they can go ahead and hit play now. Uh, the main thing that we will be doing is trying to explain how the events on screen would be interpreted according to if they happened in a session of a World of Darkness game. For example, we might say that a certain event would require a role of some sort, or if we encounter a character, we'll be speculating on what supernatural they might be and what powers they might have. Uh, also, while we watch, we'll be filling out a character sheet for Johnny Mnemonic. Now, if you're watching along with us, I'm going to start with reading off what's on the screen. Second decade of the 21st century, corporations rule. The world is threatened by a new plague, NAS, nerve attenuation syndrome, fatal, epidemic, its cause and cure unknown. The corporations are opposed by the low-techs, a resistance movement risen from the streets. Hackers, data pirates, guerrilla fighters in the info wars. The corporations defend themselves. They hire the Yakuza, the most powerful of all crime syndicates. They sheath their data in black ice, lethal viruses, waiting to burn the brains of intruders. But the low-techs wait in their strongholds, in the old city cores like rats in the walls of the world. The most valuable information must sometimes be entrusted to mnemonic couriers, elite agents who smuggle data in wet-wired brain implants. All right. Uh, let's start with NAS. So uh, nervous uh, yep, and so Johnny Mnemonic just popped up on the screen here, just to give yeah. you a little place uh, placer here. Yeah, just in case you need to sync. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Uh, just yeah, just in case you need to sync up the video. So right now we're looking at uh, the internet 2021. So it is uh, this year. It's right now. It's like it's right so, now. So this is this is happening. If you guys didn't know, um, you know, it's yeah. it's a different different universe. So all right, uh, real quick. So I'm gonna point this out. The date for the day of the week is wrong. Thursday. The 17th of January, uh, if you look at your calendars, the 17th of January this year was a Sunday. Uh, I wonder if however, it was on purpose. Uh, I have speculated about that. The idea that this is kind of an alternate timeline where, you know, they changed the calendar somehow. Um, but later in the movie, uh, I'll, I'll point it out later in the movie uh, when it happens. Uh So at this point, I'm not sure there's much we can speculate on. Uh, let's assume at this point we're dealing with mages. Uh, High-end prostitute? Maybe cult of ecstasy? Well, the way that I... Uh, with the way that I spec Well, there, I think there is stuff to speculate because we just got a breakdown of what the world is like right now. So it seems yeah. like in this version of the, of the world... Um, and one thing just real quick that he was just talking about how like home and stuff, he did, he doesn't like have a memory at, and you kind of get that idea at this point, by the way, we're going to be spoiling, um, the hell out of this. If you, uh, if you haven't watched this before, I su highly suggest you go watch this before, <laughs> um, uh, listening to this Johnny Mnemonic is a prized, uh, great epic 
Um, so definitely go watch that uh, and then come on back. But so, but one of the main things though, I think is, is that I think I, I feel like there's only really the syndicate and the um, progenitors really left or really being debuted in this show and Johnny Mnemonic would be considered probably something that would be involved with um, the progenitor or the syndicate to a certain degree, like yeah. a courier is what he is. Uh, yeah, see, I'm going to disagree with the progenitor part uh, because uh, most of what we're dealing with is grafting technology onto humans, which is more of an iteration X type of thing. Oh, there would be iteration X involved as well. Um, I forgot yeah. you are right on that. Definitely interaction X is involved in this, but there, there is progenitors are the, the, the farm pharmaceutical company. Um, oh yeah, that's right. So big pharma is the, the pharma is the, 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 all the robotic stuff is iteration X and, um, the syndicate is the one in control of the crime syndicates, you know? Um, so that would be like the Yakuza so. and stuff like that. Um, so we do have some uh, some fights that are kind of, or some uh, rioting that's happening. Uh, well, not really rioting, protesting. It looks like here it doesn't seem like it's got to the point of a riot yet. Yeah. Um, but so I, I would say that the change. virtual adepts are also another big thing that is involved, oh yeah involved in, and that would be the low techs, you know. Um, but it would be the virtual adepts and maybe maybe some other traditions that have kind of adapted to a low-tech kind of uh reality because it definitely is this is the syndicate wan or i'm sorry the technocracy one you know in 2021 here oh yeah sure definitely all right now so I, I believe this is the same day that he got the the thing from ralphie uh um so now he's he's in the hotel the, nothing really much uh the the crowd that he just went through i'm going to speculate that he has possibly an arcane rating of one or two like he can kind of move in crowds without being noticed mm -hmm. uh, yeah i would say definitely an arcane rating um yeah and... let's yeah let's put that up on the, the character sheet uh now we've already established that he has an implant uh yeah that's the the first uh, now that guy is the definitely virtual adept. The guy that just hacked into the thing. So I, I would definitely place him yeah. inside of the virtual adepts. Yeah. Now we see more of them later. Uh, and so I'll just say now, I think that the low techs have a lot of glass walkers. Oh, yeah. So bringing some werewolf into this. Um. All right, so, right so now, now he's, he's downloading the uh, information here. Well, you know, he's doubling the. Or the, that's it. He's uh, he's doubling his he's, his. He's uh, upgrading. Right, and he's, so he's that, upgrading. That would be a, That would be like a technocratic procedure. Uh, yeah. Uh, doubling storage space in a brain, so that would be a mind, uh, possibly correspondence effect. I would say just mind. Um, but data, um, I guess would be yeah, from a technocratic, uh, yeah, correspondence is data to them. So yeah. maybe like a one and a mind of one. 
So it's pretty yeah. important though on this because he doubled his space, but uh, they're going to kind of explain how that is not uh, not going to be enough. It's how this whole thing all yeah, they, here. they definitely whoever wrote this scene was like, we really got to hit it home that there's not enough space for this data because it's like the whole basis for the movie of why it's why uh, why he gets caught up in this whole thing and why he's doing what he's doing. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, and actually, uh, one of the interesting things about Johnny Mnemonic is that despite the fact that once you're done watching the movie, Johnny is obviously the protagonist. He's kind of the more of an anti-hero than a hero, but he's still the hero. Johnny Mnemonic is a selfish, you know, high-life kind of person. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole, I want room service, at the, you know, <laughs> like... Yeah, that's what he's well known uh, for saying because that's his character. He's a, he's definitely the protagonist, but he's uh, he's an anti-hero. Yeah. Oh, uh, so this uh, this group of people here, uh, what do you speculate they would be in the world of darkness? A cabal of mages, werewolves, changelings, demons? Probably not. Um. So, from my understanding, is is that these guys are defects, aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're defectors from Pharmacom, theoretically. Right. So, so either they would be uh, tech, or they would be uh, tradition mages who infiltrated Pharmacon in order to get this information, um, which would just kind of put them into, you know, from my understanding, is there's not much of the traditions really left at this point, so they're probably, you know, sons of ethers, probably. Uh, yeah, possibly uh, what I've come to talk uh, to call Technoverbena. Oh yeah, it could be that. Because uh, because at this point, human life is so integrated with uh, what we would call technology that Verbena would be, you know, and, also dealing with stuff like that. And Mage Twenty actually backs that up quite a bit. Actually, Mage Twenty does a yeah. lot of. Um, yeah, so I'm saying that they they're they were possibly awakened some of them not uh and they're a cabal of techno verbena that were uh they were working for the progenitors of pharmacom and you know we've uh, here i'm going to spoil it for everybody they know that the data that they have is the cure for nas and they're trying to get it out because you know they fucking hate the paradigm they want to they want to get rid of it they want to take it back to you know serving humanity yeah, it's an interesting point of view. Definitely like that. Um, I do, I do find it interesting that um, you know that they're that we we see them defecting, but they don't really seem to have any like understanding of. They seem to be pawns almost, like that they aren't really that there's something else that's you know like some unseen force that that's being manipulating well, and moving things around here. But we do know that there is the 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 ghost in the machine. Uh, yeah, I was just about to say, uh, there, there's the lady who shows up later, uh, the ghost in the machine. It could be that they're pawns of her machinations. This scene is intense. Like, this yeah. is... I, I just imagine my brain being filled up with... Is it, like, double his capacity or something like that? Um, yeah, it's... They specifically made it double his newly doubled capacity right so you had uh, to have quadrupled in order to like get yeah. there by the way i i love the 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 techno babble folk guy uh that you know 
they, they used up until this point. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful depiction of what a progenitor or iteration X procedure would look like. Oh yeah. You know, using a lot of techno babble, like star Trek or Stargate. Um, yeah, they did throw around a lot of really good techno babble at the very beginning of this. Yeah. And, and the, and another big thing that they do is they make sure that everybody has foci. Like nobody is doing any kind of magical effects just out of nowhere. Yeah, this uh, is definitely got... solidly into the techno age where like there really isn't any regular magic left anymore. Yeah. Now, to bring it into an interesting idea, this is my theory. Uh, NAS has been around, you know, in the world for a long time, and people have been talking about a cure. Right. Mm -hmm. If you think about spirit magic or dimensional science, the idea of a cure has been out there. I think it has a manifestation in the Umbra. I think what was on that disc is it's the cure, right, for NAS. But I think it is the trapped spirit of the cure as well. And they just jammed it into the back of his head. Oh, it is now attached to his spirit. Interesting. I like that. I do I do like adding that kind of like spirit element into this that everybody would nobody would reference or understand inside of the movie from like an outside yeah, and perspective. Now, and now we see him do uh what I would call uh possibly a mind procedure with the foci of martial arts. Yeah, he uh, definitely does the like, you know, he's doing definitely a procedure there. Like that's obviously yeah. Obvious my my speculation is that uh, Keanu Reeves did that mm -hmm. uh, and wanted it in the movie because he's actually pretty big into martial arts, especially back then. All right. Uh, the monofilament. What an amazing technocratic device. Oh, yeah. Monofilament. Uh, that's, that'd only be like probably like forces. I could see like making with like a forces three prime two effect. Uh, I would throw matter in there just because the yep. material science for that thing doesn't exist. Yep. No um, matter. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I've been avoiding doing it, but Johnny Mnemonic is based on a short story by William Gibson. Who's uh, if you're familiar with neuromancer, uh, he, he basically created the cyberpunk uh, genre in the short story. They call it a monomolecular wire. Uh, and it's it's basically it's so thin that it can just cut through anything. It's actually really awesome. Uh, all right, so these bad guys. Uh, what's so, the speculation on their? Uh, so are they? I think, or? I think they're enhanced humans. Um, part of the syndicate, just enhanced bodyguard. This guy is in is is a mage though. The guy that has the monofilament. That's his his weapon like look at how that thing moves around him and stuff like that that's oh, yeah. that's some kind of um advanced science going on there not just a guy who's good yeah. with a monofilament like how yeah, that whipped around itself. him and stuff like it was yeah you give it to anybody else they're just going to cut the shit out of themselves so i would say that's like a correspondence effect that he's doing on his own uh oh man you know for the time this movie had pretty damn good effects. Mm, yeah. Lots of practical, but you know, cutting edge of 
computer-based stuff as well. It's it's honestly pretty good. Uh, also, uh, possibly a mind effect to get that guy uh, to give up the information, uh, along with an intimidation roll to affect it. Uh, the disguise that Johnny Mnemonic puts on right here, uh, multiplied by his arcane. I could say that that's a mundane effect. I could but, see it uh, being mundane as well, but I would say that I would, I would say there's definitely some, uh, you know, mind magic that's kind of going into that uh, disguise there to kind of allow him to just kind of completely walk out of there without and the backing up of that arcane. Um, I would say that that's at least, at least a mind. Um, I could see a mind three effect off of that. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Concord. In 1995, when this movie was released, the Concord was still around. It is it discontinued in the between 2000 and 2010. Uh, this what is this? Uh, this uh, so his this, passport was electronic. So he's being scanned right now. So this is definitely just like a you know an overall like level one on all the spheres scan besides maybe dimensional science. You know, it's probably yeah, probably no spirit. Um, the idea that people have dyslexia uh, implants that's pretty interesting. Uh, the the thing about this though is it exists in a world where all of these things are coincidental, right? They are part of the general consensus now. So, like, it's, yeah. All right, so now we're in the Yakuza Shantry. Yep. Yep, that's the dude with the uh, monofilament talking to the, the Yakuza boss. Yeah. Turn Subtitles are already on. Uh... Like how he's like, your Japanese is, is horrible. Speak English. <laughs> it's like, it's, it, I thought that that was a really well done way of telling the audience that these, their native language is definitely, or his native language is definitely Japanese. But this guy obviously grew up in America and has been speaking, or at least, uh, you know, has been speaking English so long that he's crappy at Japanese, or yeah. it's even more yeah. of an insult. And he, is a Japanese person and you're just saying that he's <laughs> crappy. Uh but to get that but then you get to say stuff in English and not have to uh, subtitle everything because people are like uh really really don't like subtitles um yeah. for the mass population. <laughs> yeah, especially in the nineties people hated subtitles because it wasn't a normal thing yet. Yeah. Um uh yeah so the the Yakuza uh, it said in the, the the text crawl at the beginning, they're basically the worldwide crime syndicate, uh, and sometimes the corporations, who I think we've kind of established are the the technocratic organizations who have taken over the 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 paradigm at yep. this point. The technocracy won. Uh, the traditions are even more um, yeah suppressed and possibly uh, the like Yakuza, almost completely like eradicated besides the ones that can survive in a technocratic paradigm yeah um but real quick uh do you think the yakuza is part of the technocracy now or do they have 
I would, I would say that the Yakuza, um, because we, we were talking about this, White Wolf uh, does have a book out about, you know, the, the East and the Eastern technocracy. And the Yakuza is not part of the technocracy at that time. Um, but I would say that for the most part, it sounds like, um, you know, to a certain degree, they've taken over quite a bit of, um, you know, like they, that the syndicate has expanded to being, you know, the, in control of the crime syndicates as well as the corporate syndicates that exist. All right. This movie moves too fast. All right. We're already at the club scene. <clears throat> uh, what do you think the club is? Uh, cause I'm thinking cult of ecstasy, uh, to a certain extent. Yeah, I would say that this is like the cult of ecstasies that were like allowed to 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 exist. Um, you know, that they you know intermingle. They just kind of um, you know are the remnants of what what was left. Um, maybe even sellouts to the uh, to the technocracy. But I feel like these guys are really underground here. That this is part of the resistance to a small degree, but he. Uh, Dude. Yeah, I'm not sure because, yeah, I, I don't think it would be a chantry for any cabal, but it's definitely it's kind of like a safe space for a lot of place people. Um, is this Ralphie? so? This is so. This is not Ralphie's place. He's just uh, no. He just hangs uh, out here. Yeah, this is like so. Yeah, this would be some kind of you know neutral chantry for like everybody to kind of come to because he's like an underground oh, possibly, information. Possibly a. Not an Elysium, but like something run by a vampire, possibly. Oh, actually, he might be a vampire. I want. Uh, actually, this entire movie happens at night, so they could any one of them could be vampires. Hmm. She kind of acts like a little bit of a vampire, but I I feel like she's like a a werewolf that got uh, you know, got implants. Oh, possibly a kinfolk. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> well, actually. Techno grafted werewolves do exist, so uh, yeah, yeah I can see it. Um, the the thing that he just did, where he said, "Hold out your hand," uh, and it you know started shaking. I, uh, just to bring it back to you know roles in the world of darkness, I'm I'm kind of thinking she has you know certain parts of her stats go up, but if she needs to you know do some sort of extended stamina roll in any given case, uh, like rising difficulty <laughs> i'm sorry that little that tongue thing that they do that's just uh but yeah so a rising difficulty stamina roll and she has to make it every so often or she gets the shakes and if she specifically tries to keep her hand in one spot like the the rolls build up really quick yep like she has to keep moving or something there's a nice little uh, scanning device here by uh by our techno mage our possible virtual adept i believe yeah, or uh, I was thinking glass walkers. He could uh, be a glass walker as well. Yep. Poss- possibly, like I'm thinking, possibly c- combined with bone nars. Like, like werewolves are so suppressed at this point, like that the um, the tribes almost don't exist anymore as a thing. Right. Uh, so it's you know. Yep. So yeah. Well, bone, it's probably that they can't walkers. even transform anymore. They just have you know like maybe superior strength and speed and stuff like that but yeah not, uh... uh to bring up the the short story again one of the things about the low techs is they would have dog teeth grafted into their mouth oh 
So that's that's kind of why I why I want to go towards the the werewolf stuff. Nice. Um. Uh, but yeah, I I could see in this world though a certain cabal of glasswalker werewolves being much higher society players. Now these guys you know, are vampires. Uh, actually, yeah. <laughs> Considering they get fucked up and. Uh, oh, uh, Johnny Mnemonic doesn't fight a lot in this movie, but he does have some skills. Let's throw some. Yeah. I'm thinking of melee of three. Yeah, he's definitely got at you know like a dexterity. Um, I think of of three at least. Strength and stamina seem to be pretty well. Maybe stamina of three as well, and we'll give him yeah. a brawl of three. You know, he's he's got skills. He can he can take care of himself. I don't think he's he didn't he didn't do any like crazy martial. Oh, I do. We should give him like meditation yeah. and martial arts. He definitely has that. Oh, right? meditation definitely. Um, okay. He threw a thing. I'm going to say correspondence effect, but no, not really. That was just a, um, I don't know. What would you roll to distract somebody like that? Um, that's subterfuge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'd say he's got a, he definitely has manipulation. He's, he's very manipulative type person. Very yeah. prismatic. Um, very pretty, you know, so four, four, four for that. I would think he's yeah. fairly intelligent and perceptive and, pretty witty i think we'll just kind of keep that all at a so that guy just fell uh, uh but he was shot first i'm guessing he you know died from the gunshot because it was a head wound uh but uh how do you, how do you do fall damage in your games um so fall damage in my games does not come up very often if ever it's been a long time but i think that it's like one dice of, da of bashing damage for like every 10 feet or something like that, or every five feet. Maybe, yeah. Or... I'm sure it's in a book somewhere. And there's like an, you know what, you know, that you can do to, but I know that if you jump off like a 30 foot story building, you're like, you're fucked. Like if you're not a supernatural in the real world, oh, like, I, I love that little device on his hand, uh, on his arm knife but... shot. Oh, that was pretty awesome. And it looks cool too. I like how it's not just like a, a hidden knife uh sheer yeah. you know like most of the time it's always hidden underneath <laughs> the clothing yeah and it's very low technology but we've already seen that they do a lot of high tech stuff as well um i'm gonna say uh that was is it a fetish or a talon oh yeah that would be a fetter or not fetter a, a fetish yes a fetish yeah so it's, it's kind of like the spirit some sort of spirit is in there and it it likes to shoot itself in knives or something. Ooh, I love it when people disappear like that. Yeah, uh, see, that was a, that was definitely a mind effect right there. Or you could do ooh, mind you know correspondence. Um, Possibly this guy's uh, if, a fucking if vampire. A Look at him. He's a fucking vampire. I'd, I'd go with vampire. <laughs> um, That's the reason why he's going for the headshots, you know? Yeah. Uh, J-Bone disappearing, though, I could see could be just a stealth roll. Could be just a stealth yeah. roll, yeah. Oh, he gets hit in the not head. The head. Uh, not on the head. <laughs> um, uh, so to knock somebody out, uh, what would you what would you make somebody roll for that? So I I That'd feel be... like there is some special circumstances that come into a lot of this where 
if you take any damage to your head type thing in a lot of movies, they just kind of automatically say that you get knocked out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a movie trope. Um, and in fact, coming up here, there's a lot of movie tropes. Because World of uh, Darkness is horrible at knocked out. Like, it, it, you're basically, you're knocked out, and then unless it's bashing, da- bashing damage, you're dead after that. Like, oh, up yeah. until no, that I, point, you're completely conscious. Um, one I of think the things, the though, that I there... did play with real quick, though, is that the one thing I did play with is the idea that negatives take away from your um, your physical stats in the sense that if you ever if you have only two strength two dex and two stamina which is the average human if you got a negative two you'd be knocked out because you've lost all of your physical stats basically at that point oh interesting and so that allows for weaker you know people that are not normal fighters to be easily taken out of a fight whereas a fighter is something that can can last much longer um, but it's just really rough on players if they don't have, um, you know, one of their stats is off. It just it's like, wow, you get knocked yeah. out all the time. Uh, what about uh, vampire powers to knock people out? Would there be a, a low level one? Um, Would it be easy for that? There. I mean, it could be a dominate, but they weren't they weren't looking him in the eyes at all. There, you could be mesmerized maybe um, through the presence. Um, a fear effect okay. that could have kind of been combined with like the hitting on the head that I could see could call for a, a being knocked out. Yeah. Uh, so my speculation on the the woman going through the the air vents because air vents shouldn't be that big. Uh, speculation one: maybe the air vents are bigger in this future. Uh, speculation two: uh, she could be uh, using either some sort of correspondence effect or possibly even a spirit effect. Oh, that she's actually in the spirit world and not that's that's yeah, the, she's uh, in the representation. Right. Uh, I like that. And then like, you know, like the barrier like breaks here between the two worlds. And that's why she's going to fall in yeah, a little bit here. Especially no, going she, off no, she does edge. it on purpose. That's right. I thought that she fell by accident for some reason. But no, yeah, she does yeah, no, it she on did purpose it. here. Because you pissed at Ralphie. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Also, I love this weapon. Yeah, it's a it's basically a riding crop with a knife at the end. I've never seen that in any other movie. Uh, just real quick, uh, uh, when I was looking up stuff about this movie, they make a point to uh, to point out that they wanted Johnny Mnemonic's head. Right? They had the bucket, they had the knife, and they had a knocked out Johnny. And they woke him up to talk to him, only to tell him that they were going to cut off his head, and there was no cho- no chance of negotiating. So why didn't they cut off his head first? He um, has a mind effect on him. You can't kill Johnny if he's unconscious. <laughs> Wake the son of a bitch. Hey, we're interpreting the movie. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Oh, uh... She ha- uh, Jane has a compulsion. She can't stop. Uh, so she would have a uh, probably a flaw that uh, says uh, if you like attacked somebody in a round, uh, you have to. If you want to stop attacking them, you have to pass a willpower. I do love this right here, where he just gets cut. Like oh, yeah. I totally did not expect his character to just die right there. Like, <laughs> yeah, that actually, that also happens in the short story. The short story is very, very different. 
but that actually happens. All right, All right. so they're they're now trying to escape here, getting shot at. Yeah, they're getting okay. getting shot at. Uh, ooh, they shoot back. He runs out of bullets. That's a trope. Yep. Um, Infinite bullets until it's time to not have bullets. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, so we've got the. Uh, so I do like the werewolf. Like, kind of the more and more I, I think about it, because of the the costumes these dudes have on them are just, it's very like wild. Like it's just it's it's not as yeah. it's not yeah. as virtual adepti or or. Um, glass or uh uh son of ethery it is much more glass walker isk you know well in it's the way that they have it's, their tech. it's like if you smush glass walker and bone nar together right if, if glass walkers had to become the bone nars of the world because yeah and and any any game that you're running uh you know you can have a glass walker that lives on the streets and you could have a bone nar that uh well you probably couldn't because they're no, cursed they, they've got uh, that curse yeah <laughs> The the bone nards right. are a little bit special. Oh, All right, I, I do. So, I love this part. Yeah, uh, so yeah, like, I think that's that's like a bone nar thing. It's like at any given time, like twenty of your dudes can come out of nowhere, and it's some sort of spiritual effect. Uh, although I also like the idea that there is a uh, an effect called summon suits. Oh yeah, and that's why all these guys that we haven't seen before just like walked in. <laughs> nice. Ooh. And I do like that they they do use the uh, sewer ah. systems to get around. That's always. Uh... I hadn't thought about this before, but if we're going with uh, she's some sort of uh, spiritually attuned uh, kinfolk, they might be in the Umbra now. Oh yes, that's another jump down into the Umbra. I like that. I really like that. Yeah, uh, that yeah I, I hadn't even thought about it before. In order to get around, I like the, the vent is the the Umbra. The this is the Umbra here, and it's just this is what the Umbra's kind of become, you know. And they're also still in in you know the bowels of the, the city. Yeah, it's still the near Umbra. This is just you know it's a place the the Yakuza can can't get theoretically. Yep. Yeah. All right. One, two, three. So right now he's talking about how he's he's put way too much in his head, and oh, and then he gets like all screwed up by that light in his eye. Yeah. So, but then he's he's having like memory flashbacks because the whole motivation of him is to get his memory back. That's like, that's all that he wants is to get his memory yeah. back, remember who he is, and have room service for the rest of his life. And yeah, now, he he does say at some point later in the movie that it's like, well, it wasn't, it couldn't have been very good to begin with if I decided to get rid of it. Um, I'm just going to throw it out here. He didn't decide to get rid of it. I bet you, uh, in yeah, my if theory, he got, if he got his memory back, he would find out that he he had it so like he was forced into this life. Yeah. Uh, all right, now the ghost in the machine. Uh spirit or disembodied mage uh an ai in the paradigm wraith. what are your thoughts she's a wraith. wraith she's a wraith pure pure, uh, pure and simple because that's what she is i mean she literally says that she's a wraith 
<laughs> she never actually says I am a wraith. No, um, no she doesn't literally but no, it, say, but she, but it's the whole thing that she's, she's a dead, she's his wife, um, his dead wife, right? Uh, no, she no? is not. <laughs> she's nobody's dead wife. I have speculated that she is Johnny Mnemonic's mother, but they never hint at it. Wow, I thought that they did reveal who she was. That she was somebody uh, no, they, close they, to they him. reveal that she she's the woman who created Pharmacom, and she's an AI that has citizenship in Switzerland. But that's later. Um, oh, interesting. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I love the I love the wraith idea because because wraiths do have the ability to take over machines. It makes sense then. Um, yeah. I... The, the sleeping thing I don't get. Um, it seems to only be a, a technique to, to pass some time. Uh, well, I mean, he did have... He was all screwed up, so he needed rest. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's about to be here. I looked it up. This is not the same train station. Oh, uh, the uh, Matrix. From the uh it looks very one similar. of the shots one of the shots coming up is very similar uh it's it's like basically about right here yeah i'm, I'm definitely seeing yeah. the shot um before it's coming yeah. here yet but uh yeah dumping. all right so he's talking about dumping the chunk uh so my, my childhood i think the line is here let's see here Oh, uh, so this is a good time uh, to bring up my theory. I think, based on some of the skills that he shows later, uh, Johnny was a very skilled and very influential virtual adept. Right? Mm -hmm. And he was captured and mind-wiped and turned into this, this thing. They used the skills that he had. To, to make him very effective at his job, but they basically said, your mind is not your own anymore. They, they put those compulsions in his head. They took away his childhood, all the, the stuff that made him him. Which is why he actually does want, even though he tries to play it off that, oh, I must not have... Uh, <laughs> I need a computer! <laughs> I do which, feel like which, by the way, he gives off a very virtual adept kind of feel. Uh, so I I totally like that he's a virtual adept that got nabbed by the you know by the syndicate or the NWO or somebody in order to become a data transporter of information. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, so there's a there's a word that refers to kind of the the aesthetic here. It's called cassette futurism, where it's basically you take all the technologies that you had in the late '80s, early '90s, and you just transfer them to the future uh and yeah this is a, a really good depiction of that um i do i do love the whole like nintendo vibe that they kind of <laughs> have going on here with the, the gloves and the i i do like this depiction of the digital web though i think that this depiction of the digital web along with even hackers has a an interesting depiction of the digital web um yeah. of course uh right. this reminds me of lawnmower man so much oh yeah uh and we are now in the digital web this is 
I mean, straight out of the books. It's you are interacting with your with an avatar. Uh, so now, so he is now doing pr- uh, either procedures or spells. Uh, they're just coincidental magic in this world. Oh yeah. Uh, so three. Yeah, like she probably couldn't do any of this stuff or know what the hell is going yeah. on here. Um, you know. So I'm thinking this is an entropy correspondence spell that he just did to to break the. Uh, yep. That thing. Yep. Uh, all right, here it is. 15th of January, 2021. Uh, so in the beginning of the movie, it said 17th of January. That was the day he woke up, but he's looking for faxes from the 15th, which would have been Friday. Uh, so so they basically just messed up the date and the, the day of the week. They messed up both in oh. the beginning of the movie. So they they did they did mess up. Did but are they messed up properly or are they? Uh, no, because the fifteenth is Friday, right? So they said Thursday the seventeenth when it should have been Friday the fifteenth. Um, anyway, so he's continuing to do uh, correspondence entropy, uh, probably a bunch of mind here. Yeah, so let's go ahead and. Get some entropy onto his character sheet here. Um, definitely some more correspondence here that we're seeing. Um, and you get enhanced in the digital web, so some of this stuff could be enhanced. But I, I even feel like there's yeah. a little, at least a little bit of forces that he has. Kind of like seeing yeah. that attack before it kind of like hit him in the digital web, that electrical attack. Yeah. Uh, so she was just saying, you know, can we get out of here? I think she has a little bit of a premonition thing. And I would put that down to, you know, possibly some sort of like spirit warning. Mm-hmm. All right. Now this guy. Uh, he's technically working for the Yakuza. So he's not a the lab coat. Um, guy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he's so a progenitor, like for some reason. Really? Because isn't isn't he working with far? Isn't that guy the one working with pharma though? Uh, he might be. Oh man, it's going past too fast. Okay, strike. This guy's definitely a virtual adept who probably lives in the virtual web. Yeah, for, uh, the, for the most part. Now he says, "I can wipe oh, out your yeah, t- entire guy, fucking board." Yes. Uh, <laughs> that means he, Johnny, does have skills in oh, the virtual yeah. web. So I'm gonna bump web. his. Uh, I'm gonna bump his correspondence and forces up to like three at least, if not four. I'm gonna go with four because he just seems he he seems like he's terrifying this guy. Like he's gonna. Oh yeah. Fuck him up, man. Yeah, but now this virus. Uh, I'm not sure about. Is that dimensional science or correspondence? Possibly mind. You know, to create a kind of a living virus. Uh, and then the wraith shows up. Who the hell are you? Yeah. By the way, her warning was completely worthless because Jane comes up and says, "We got to get out of here. They're here." <laughs> we were warned but just you people. know, making sure that you know, you got to have lots of fate's got to make sure that you listen. You know, right. <laughs> sometimes people uh, ignore things. See, grenade. I feel like that that completely. was a a. a special effect as well that it should have been that explosive oh yeah well they never get grenades right in movies anyway 
So I'm going to say totally normal grenade because <laughs> it did nothing other than, you know, prevent them from following. Well, it killed a whole bunch of the dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, this guy. So oh, the fuck. of the read configuration. So this guy, this is so fucking crazy. Yeah. So this guy, I feel like he's a Nefandi. Ooh. I started with Marauder. Um, but here's what I'm going to go with. Uh, he's crazy. He likes to kill people. I think he's a hunter. He could be a hunter. I like that. Um, so we know right. he's cybernetic, right? He's he's filled up yes. with tons of cybers stuff. Yeah, I, which I, is coincidental in this paradigm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but I I feel like uh, one of the things that he could also have been is a um, celestial choir who ended up converting to the iteration X after all oh, interest was lost and so now he's just an agent of, of death and destruction because you know like this is what god must want Ooh. i guess um what's the uh what's the thing where you're inhabited by an evil spirit oh a bane, femori. Uh, femori yeah yeah you could be uh a, like some sort of a femori uh infected with some sort of technological spirit Mm, I like that. That's like, a good one too. Good for like the, like the spirit of a computer virus or something. Uh, I the the one thing that I am going to argue about is or argue for is that he does not have true faith, unless that true faith is in some sort of like ephemeral idea of technology. Because uh, he's depicted as a preacher. Which would push you in that direction? No, but, he doesn't have uh, true faith at all. He's that's all fake. Yeah, that's the reason why I say Nefandi or like a a, a celestial yeah. choir mage who you know fell into the iteration X after all hell broke loose. Yeah, and I, uh, the only reason I uh, argue for Marauder is because he seems to have his own paradigm that he carries along with him, uh, that he just absolutely believes in. And also, I, I love that he just keeps shoehorning religious shit into his, you know, scenes later. That is, yeah. Uh, yeah, if he's a marauder, he's like a low level, I feel like. He's not really distorting reality per se. Um, yeah. Yeah, correct. Which, actually, you know what? I'm going to go Fomori. Probably. Um, all right. So she mentions Spider uh, after the phone call, which we completely missed. Uh, uh, she mentioned Spider and immediately gets the shakes. Um, I'm going to say possibly some sort of entropy effect going on. Uh, only to explain the, you know, the movie Deus Ex Machina of <laughs> let's introduce this character and get us to them as quickly as possible. Right. <laughs> um, Gotta love the dance. Okay, so Spider, what are your speculations? So Spider, I think I, I like more and more the werewolf um, 
motif for him. I was definitely going to call him more of a um more of a virtual adept, but yeah, I like and and also with the dolphin stuff later on. No. Or no, wait a minute. Spider is this guy. Never mind. This guy, I feel like yeah. he is X iteration X. Okay. Uh yeah, I literally have that former iteration X. Uh uh, my theory is that he's uh, currently what I would call a tech verbena. Yeah. Um, what's yeah, I mean, who has the spirit magic? Who's... Now he might have been uh, was so yeah he was all about implants and stuff. So but he also yeah. he also has pharma kind of stuff as well. So he might have been a progenitor that worked on yeah. iteration X. You know like things that that iteration x you know has to deal with when they're when their cyborgs have problems or their implants have problems but i would say yeah. but yeah i i like how he's he's become a fucking yep he's a verbana i like that like he be, at yeah. least became a verbana later if not always had been and kind of was forced to 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 learn all of this other stuff because this is what is ailing yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, his life sphere is definitely the highest, um, but I would definitely put spirit uh, really close second on that. Um, because I I feel like he has just definitely a spiritual awareness. That's how he uh, interfaces with technology. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, here's the line. That guy's got God and technology ass backwards. <laughs> uh which which could theoretically you could have somebody with true faith in something other than the one. Oh yeah, but... absolutely. There's uh concepts of that, but usually, you know, it's gotta have I, I feel like uh I mean he okay. might be that's I, that's a good reason why he might be a marauder. So yeah. all right, so this is the part where uh they uh they explain this part. Uh her neural net persona has Swiss citizenship under the artificial intelligence laws of 2006. Um, so, I mean, she exists as an entity that you can interact with in this world. The there reason that's, that she, that's like, the ghost in the machine line. That's, yeah. That, so she didn't say that she was, but he literally said that she's a ghost. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I am definitely on board with the Wraith thing. Uh, <laughs> oh man uh, by the way this is Henry Rollins he was the singer of Black Flag you can see the tattoo on the back of his neck That's the, that was the logo of his band uh, he's turned into a pretty decent uh, uh, actor uh, but his, his whole thing in, in real life was being angry at the system so. Oh really? So this is like a perfect character for him. Oh yeah, they I, I, they they found him and they're like, "Hey, you want to play this character?" I do love the rant on like he's just poison. You're poisoning. Like what? What causes this shit? Like the technology, the air, every fucking thing you guys are doing. Like yeah. you're killing Actually, yourselves. Uh, uh, did we ever come up with like what Nas was before? Because I think it's a spiritual thing that uh, um, the the technocracy has created. Or possibly has not succeeded in preventing. Oh, um, so 
yeah, I would I would definitely go along with that concept that it's um spiritual. Uh yeah, or at least at the very least has a spiritual element. Um also well, so this guy has a prosthetic arm, uh which I'm sure there's rules for that somewhere in a book. But I also I also believe it is like the taint of of technology like corrupted technology basically like just the world that you're living in i agree with what spider says which is that the world is corrupt as hell and the technology uh. that this is that that everybody utilizes and thinks makes their life better is actually destroying their lives well yeah it's it's an allegory for you know what people have been saying forever it's every single technology that gets developed creates some sort of negative uh, effect on the world and it, it's mostly that we haven't uh you know i do have to uh, say that 2020 to might or 2020 and 2021 might have looked really dark from our point of view um but this place looks way fucking like this is this is technology like at least we didn't in real life don't have this kind of real bad backlash to technology that we predicted was going to be a really bad like everybody thought that the the 2020s were going to be fucking horrible when you look at most sci-fi oh, yeah. no, in the 80s and 90s like yeah it was the um the the prediction of dystopia it has actually been around for a pretty long time but it got pretty hard in the 90s and the aughts um had a lot of dystopian movies in the last couple decades um also i just love the set dressing here so many technocratic and uh, technological foci. Like, you could literally just go through and catalog them and say, like, oh, this is... Yeah, this is a great movie to give you a really good idea of how technocrats do their shit. Like, this is this is it right here. Yeah, ex except for, as I, you know, keep uh, bringing up, uh, everything in this world is coincidental because they have changed the paradigm that much right they've made things they've advanced the timeline quite a bit um even comparatively to the real world 2020 but some things they're really far behind on they don't have plasma screens or anything like that everything ctr or uh which i mean that's a product of okay. the time it was made yeah. in but there is it is interesting how a lot of people did not imagine the wireless internet and the wireless capabilities that we have today like shadow run which is another oh, yeah. really good you could use shadow run i mean this game is obvious this movie is obviously a shadow run game like you could easily make oh, yeah. those two compare this is way closer to shadow run than anything else um well except for they had uh fantasy stuff built into well, it as right. well that's the, the only thing is is this is this is shadow run without any of the fantasy elements it's just if you took yeah. out all the fantasy out of shadow run this is kind of what you get um, I think we missed it, but it's in my notes. Uh, the, uh, the previous scene with Dolph Lundgren, uh, uh, the, the character that he's torturing refers to spider as a flesh mechanic. So I had the speculation possibly, um, not a vampire, but possibly a ghoul with, is it, um, flesh crafting? Oh, vicissitude. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I can definitely see that. Vicissitude is... Uh, um, now, anybody can have vicissitude depending on what uh, what version of vicissitude that you're using. 
Yeah. Even somebody that doesn't have vampire blood coursing through them. Um, but oh, I, I feel like a flesh mechanic is what I get from that is that he's much more of like, like I was saying before, a progenitor that, yeah. um, that works on humans that have been enhanced with implants and stuff, but he does all the, he's, he's all about the doctoring side of it. He's not about, you know, enhancing the implants, yeah. making the implants. He might even, he might know how to install them, but he's much more about maintenance which is why he's a mechanic. Yeah, he's about helping. Um, all right, so this this kind of makeshift hospital here. Um, many speculations on, you know, I any kind of rules for the darkness. I, well, okay, so definitely this is a sanctuary here that they've that they've created. And it's about to, you know, it's not like it's impervious, but this is this is where you would come to like, you know, hide and, and get away from the technocracy. One of the last strongholds probably of the, the tradition mages, um, Chantry more than likely, like, it seems like all their Chantries are very makeshift and beat the shit out of basically. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't call this a Chantry necessarily, but definitely a Haven, mm -hmm. something that they've definitely gone and put some time and energy into warding. Yeah, uh, there might not be a node here. Um, but a chantry doesn't yeah. necessarily need a node. A chantry is just a, a place of, of uh... yeah, yeah. Maybe uh, you could theoretically call it a chantry, um, even if there's no node, and it's quite large. I think that's why I was. It's like a Although, complex, but I mean, you, you could correspond. Oh yeah. Um, but I'm going to say that there's um, some mind and entropy wards. Uh, possibly even life wards uh, around this place. Mm -hmm. Protection. Um, yep. And of course, you know, somebody's about to attack, and I think he just overcomes the wards, uh, probably by just taking damage. Um, yeah. All right, so, so Spider is hooking him up to a bunch of machines. He is about to engage in some high-level mind correspondence, entropy, uh, Jeez, what other uh, spirit? Um, and, let's see. Let's throw some prime in there too, because he's trying to crack the codes right now. Yep. Like he's he's going at it, and and theoretically, based on my uh, um, based on my theory, there is a spirit in Johnny's head that has been like grafted onto it. So there would be some spirit magic. Possibly that's where the um, where the codes come in. Well, so I think the codes are a standard procedure. Like that's a that's a normal, normal thing. But I think the the like the possibility of getting it out of him and stuff like that. Like, um, I don't know. I I, I do believe though that that the the what procedure he went through is a normal procedure. But I could see that maybe it wasn't. He didn't seem to react like it was weird, but he didn't. It it did seem out of the like they were using makeshiftery instead of being like high tech corporate, uh, you know, download that's going into him. They did make like a huge makeshift thing. So maybe what they made was this weird special thing that you know that's the reason why this is all this is all weird. But it does seem like everybody kind of is familiar with the technology that he has inside of his head and, and the method they used. 
Yeah. Now they're talking about uh, they want to cut off his head, and he just said so they can take it back to Saigon and you know run it through a quantum interference detector, which I think would be uh, some sort of spirit mind life effect. Um, and he's basically trying to convince Johnny right now, hey, let me cut that thing out of your head so I can get the data. Uh, and we go back to, you know, Johnny is not an unselfish person. Yeah, he's very selfish. He's, he's, he would rather keep himself alive than it is to, than to save everybody. You know, if, it, if he's going to, if he's got a chance at living, he'd rather take that chance and all, you know, lose the, the thing. I mean, this guy just coming. So this guy, I feel, uh, like you said, just, just, no, he does look beat up. So he he did he did have to fight those did did I miss it when I was just no, no, uh, he got hit by the man. oh yeah he got hit by those guys and yeah they're <laughs> uh, I do like that one of her weapons is thrown nails uh because uh, she threw nails at him earlier I'm not sure how you would uh, do that this this part sucks man. I, I really feel yeah, Dolph Lundgren, actually, I mean, both actors in this scene do a really great job. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything, you know, uh, like rules-wise happening here. Well, torture, just, definitely. Yeah, so there's, there's, there's some, uh, you know, I believe that you could be using strength and intimidation at that point. Um, yeah. Definitely sad to see that happen. Yeah. This part I didn't get why he's calling Pharmacom uh to negotiate, but it's it's necessary for the story. This effect though, the the talking with your hand in a laser beam array. Yep. I just love that as a like a correspondence effect. Oh yeah. I'm not sure what it would be. That would that could be correspondence. Yeah, definitely. Um especially since it's all digital. Ah, she keeps she keeps trying to convince him so but he's had his daughter died to to the disease right yeah so that that's but, I mean uh, why there's an emotional resonance of of why he's kind of doesn't want to do what he's doing right now uh yeah but he's very dedicated to it strangely enough well you know uh, some people are like that where they're just all about their dedication yeah. So, but yeah, I don't understand why he did call them. I mean, why she let him? It was like that they, they wanted to bring them here. Is that? Uh, I mean, it's it's one of those things where at at this point in the movie, there's like there's some script stuff that uh, I'm not really sure about. I like, like who the hell are these guys? <laughs> I love how bad like they're they're supposed to be like watching what's going on, right? Oh yeah, they're they're terrible at their jobs. Um, <laughs> they, they have not a zero. Lot in, they have like one in perception, zero in alertness. <laughs> yeah, but now this is definitely uh, uh, either a chantry or a cairn, possibly. I would possibly go with a cairn. Yeah, or a chantry for sure. I like this little. This is their hideout. I like this hideout too, where it's 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 on a destroyed bridge. Is this the Golden Gate Bridge or? Where, uh, where are they? It's, I don't think it's anything specific. In the in the short story, uh, the way that they describe the the place where you would theoretically be here is that the entire east coast of 
uh, what was once the United States, is covered in this series of geodesic domes. Uh, and in one of the domes, they basically, the people that live there, have uh, gotten rid of all authority. Um, like, nobody wants to take it over. So, so all the glass panels that the dome is made of are completely blacked out uh, from years of smoke. Uh, and they call it Night Town. And so the place that Johnny would be going uh, that's the equivalent in the short story is up into heaven where it's just all this shit that's just like attached to the underside of the dome. Uh, and so this was the way they did it in, uh, in the movie. Is that why actually, it's night all the time? It's because... Uh, yeah, to a certain extent, I think that, that definitely follows the aesthetic. Wow, that, uh, that makes me think that vampires may have been greatly involved in the backdrop of this whole universe. Like yeah. how, and you know, I could see vampires being a part of uh, these guys, too. Uh, you know, an anarch. Yeah, clan. well, I was going to say that because the dude has that anarch uh, symbol on his, on his head, uh, right on the very center of his forehead. Uh, uh, yeah, j -Pop. And uh, so I now the uh, Bruja have it upside down. But that's a very bruja type kind of thing that I would I could see a bruja doing, uh, so I could see them as de definitely being vampires. Oh, here here's an interesting speculation. If if we're moving forward in the timeline of uh, you know the world of darkness and saying that you know the technocracy won to an extent, why not have ghouls without direct uh, integration with vampires? You could oh, have yeah. lots of drinking vampire blood for power as just a kind of uh, pharmacopial. I could almost see it as almost a plan by the, like, this is almost like the technocracy one, but actually who won was the vampires and that they've just been using, like, blood bonds and, and distributing these, you know, different um, kind of. Yeah, certain vampires power. could have a lot of power in this world. I. I let, let I want room service. <laughs> oh, I wish yeah. I could recite this word for word. That would be. Yeah. I don't know. I I want to say that there's something going on rules wise, uh, but there really isn't. This is just a man complaining that well, he doesn't belong a, here. He's just having a temper tantrum. But yeah. I could see a procedure being done there or a rote, you know, being being performed yeah. to kind of like calm himself down, bring back good luck to him and try and get him, you know, get him through all of this just so he can get to where he's trying to go. Yeah, but, I, I could see this this entire, you know, story as being uh, if he is a mage, like his avatar regaining control. And trying to purge his uh, his pattern of uh, like entropic resonance. Nice, yeah, I like that. You know, I do, I do find it interesting. I, I've now that you bring up that it's like nighttime all the time because you're right. There's no stars in the sky. You notice that they don't, they don't really do any kind of like scar starscaping or anything like that for you. Um, I wonder. Yeah, yeah. 
I wonder if, like, you could play the whole, this whole game as a vampire game. I didn't even think about it before, but, like, everybody could just be a vampire in this game, for sure. You could do a whole Vampire the Masquerade game, and it well, would work out vampires really well. I mean, uh, vampires and ghouls, I think. Right, vampires, ghouls, and humans and stuff, but, I mean, just Vampire the Masquerade by itself would would work for all of this um with a little bit of mage maybe but uh but you could just say advanced technology you don't even have to there's nothing here that is it doesn't fall into just advanced technology if you just take out the mage universe completely yeah i mean this bone gnar man this just screams bone gnar this does scream bone gnar like just the, the way that they're like they're low tech. I do like the low tech too, meaning that they're because like even even though they use some technology, they're definitely low tech, and uh, and it just fits with that werewolf kind of kind of point of view where it's like I really like that. Yeah, the last two tribes really left are really the bone nars and the the glass walkers, and they've kind of combined it together. This whole place looks like one giant carn of of bone nars. You know, with yeah. a little bit of glass water uh, in them. I, I hadn't thought about that. Just like the other tribes are, it's it's not that they're suppressed; it's that they're gone, right? Because you know, there's just no nature left in this world. Yep, and the only or at two least that could su- that could survive were the ones that can survive inside the cities best: the bonars and the the. Uh... Yeah. Now. I have been racking my brain to try and figure out how to explain this scene in the world of darkness. I mean, this is just a 90s... Actually, this is just a movie trope. It's two people, uh, you know, have similar or shared trauma, pushing them into some sort of sexual relationship. Uh, But yeah, it, it honestly should not be in this movie. I'm sure a producer was just like, you better have him kiss somebody in this movie. Well, everybody wants a love, like every, not everybody, but a large, large population portion of our population wants a love story for sure. Um, I love that Jay Bone says like, we have a room especially for that, (laughs) which kind of points me towards like cult of ecstasy. Like they have a room for that. (laughs) Well, that's very werewolf too. I mean, (laughs) You know, they're all about their breeding in order to keep up. Yeah. Oh, I hadn't thought of it until just now, but we could be in the near Umbra right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, In the the werewolf version. Uh, And in fact, it still works with the the technocrats and the Yakuza getting in uh, because there could be like uh, portals that are opened uh, like easily. I do oh, like the, we are the other in... thing with the, the werewolf thing real quick, because now they're showing the dolphin. And I, I like the idea that this is a were-dolphin. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm fine with that, but I'm going to disagree. Okay. Because uh, this, this is like, I'm going to say an actual dolphin that was just absolutely hacked up by Iteration X, the progenitors. Um you know, used in war, just Mm -hmm. jammed full of all sorts of technology, probably has a spiritual element to it. 
like he was grafted with spirits uh, that allow him to do the code breaking stuff. Uh, and a quick aside, there is an equivalent character in the short story, and he's addicted to heroin. <laughs> Which they obviously didn't put in this. Uh, well, they could have just put like a big pile of heroin next to the, you know, it'd be fine. Yeah. All right, yeah. So they're they're just explaining Jones's capabilities. Uh, I wish he had a bigger tank. Uh, that's yeah, a really cool it looks set really piece. Sad, but yeah, it's a really really cool set piece. It's super super sad. All right, so the Yakuza are showing up. Uh, I don't know. They did. I mean, it's obviously not depicted as being an umbral realm. And all this stuff, but uh, you know, but no, the, te- the technology—you could interpret the it that way. Yeah. yeah, they have the ability to preach into the umbra and this whole like lift system stuff that you had to do in order to get up there and shit. Like, it might even be them like launching shit from our world into the umbra. Like, so yeah, <laughs> I like. How right, uh, like what the fuck? The fish is gonna help me. Yeah. Uh, so now this this device that they just lowered, which why do they have this just hanging up in the ceiling all the time? I don't know, but it's been lowered. Uh, the, what are your prepared. speculations as to the capabilities of the device? Because it's definitely a device. So yeah, it's definitely a device, um, or it's a a, a fetter or a fetish. Uh, fetish. Yes, yeah. so it could be a fetish, like an enhanced, uh, you know, powerful fetish. Uh, glass walker fetish type kind of thing um and this is definitely like a mind melding kind of uh device you know that it it allows for the dolphin to get into the mind so we're talking high levels of mind possibly some correspondence yeah i i could even see it as being like uh so many different groups working on it, you know, glass walkers, uh, something special to get to it. You know, this is just all going up. That's going through the Umbra. They're going into the Umbra. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That lady with the rocket launcher. Um, but yeah, this, I think this device that, uh, they just strapped him into is like so many people worked on this bunch of different traditions. Uh, werewolves probably like maybe even one vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, so yeah, this guy, this guy does just remind me so much of the syndicate, though. Like this, the the, uh, the corporate owner, you know, he just he just gives me a strong syndicate feeling. Yeah. See, I always assumed that the yakuza would be syndicate, um, and I would say that in this world, in this version of it, I would say they're they're definitely a big part of it. So he would uh, be pharma, like I would still think. So he would be progenitor, the the owner of the pharma company. But I feel well, like he's, he's almost syndicate, like taken over. No, he's, a pharma he's just in charge of the yakuza. He's not part of pharmacom. Pharmacom hired the yakuza. Yes. Oh. oh. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I much of this stuff sometimes. Oh yeah, no, it's uh, a lot of it's not clear. Uh, Oh man, I like that they like they have ways to attack the the real world from their umbral chantry cairn. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, and that's 
that's the event that gets her pissed off and starts shooting rockets. Oh, uh, this is such a cool interpretation of like a mind interaction in the in a digital web space, basically. Motherfucker! Yeah. So, so she has rockets that can shoot into the Umbra. Yep, yep, I agree. All right, Ooh. so they're trying to build up successes on this. Uh, yeah, they're doing like they an extended role. Lower difficulty because of the the thing. Now it's interrupted. Yeah, this is. Uh... You didn't get it. Get back in the chair. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, why. That's right. They lost power. You gotta gotta hack your own brain. <laughs> Even I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> That's definitely saying you're going to have to do some fucking advanced science bullshittery here in order to pull this shit yeah. off. Also, Dude, how I many rockets? Like, like, this place just holds up to rockets like it's not not even a problem. Like a little bit of shaking, oh, but... That shot right there. So that would be, I, I think, technically firearms. Dex firearms? Is yeah, it a crossbow of firearms? I, I go with crossbows as being firearms. Yeah, it's more but I'm going to say that the... Uh, the crossbows are probably fetishes, uh, or or possibly the oh the um the bolts could be talons the the single use ones. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's what I'm going to say. That's my speculation on the the bolt that fired into that lady's mouth. That was a, a single use talon. That's like a you know seeks its target. Oh, <laughs> man, she's quick. That could be just dodge rolls. Could be just dodge rolls, yep. Could be also a shitty shot, too. He did take three three shots at her in a turn, I feel like, so that would be, like, probably one dice each shot, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's splitting his dice pool there. Uh, and actually, they haven't shown him with any particular combat capabilities, so he could be really low. Yep. Yeah, oh. exactly. Now, right. this, is a wraith. this is a wraith spending all their power to do this. Yeah, this is this is totally... Um, that's that's even in this world. I feel like this is a little vulgarish. Um, luckily, they're a wraith, so they don't have to deal with that. But uh... yeah, I like how it goes from like this per like projection to just the now that she's just a bunch of TVs, yeah. and I feel like the TVs are way cheaper to have on screen, so they're like after well, I think a while. The the projection that we saw earlier was more of a like maybe a mind effect that's like. The oh. whole TV wall has. Yeah. Um, now the thing is, he just sh like cut that thing, meaning he was still he was still about to cut John Wick's head off. I think. Oh yeah. And it was this guy shooting him in the back that eventually makes him change his mind. Um. Yeah. This is uh, this is an interesting kind of like change here. She gets apprehended off screen too. Although, yeah, she gets totally apprehended, but she's like totally in control. Like, she got apprehended on purpose, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, we could say that. It seems like anytime somebody is like holding one of the main characters, uh, like at gunpoint, they have like a massive, massive bonus to like hit the person that's holding them. Right. Yeah. You can. It's it's the you can right. still get caught for all of the shit you're doing, but you won't die from it. Uh, but then you have you have the ability to escape. 
like the the whatever you're rolling to push that thing off and hit that guy in the I feel like that there's some off. force effects that are happening here. I mean, you can say movie magic stuff, but I feel like in the world of darkness, you could definitely say that there's just some crazy force effects that are like enhancing all of these fires and explosions and shit like that, like or or negating what they actually would be doing in some cases. Yeah, and in theory, this is all happening in the Umbra. Also, what was that? So, an intimidation check? Oh yeah, that was totally an intimidation check. Yeah. <laughs> And that, uh, so why did this guy shoot his dad or not his dad? It was, is it his dad or? Uh, no, no, they just work together. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all uh, related. <laughs> the, the guy he shot was in charge of the local, uh, Yakuza. So this, this guy's guy taking over the, Yakuza, the local Yakuza basically. Yeah. I don't know why he shot him other than like, he saw the woman saying that shit and he's like, well, I better shoot him. Like, I have no clue what the hell is going on here. <laughs> I'm so happy that you, uh, you you took some time to watch this, uh, like, really recently. Because I had watched this recently. I guess I didn't pay oh, yeah. attention a whole bunch, though. Oh, no. These these movies can get pretty complicated. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, good head, head chop off right there. That was nice. Yeah. Lots of, for, for the time, this movie had decent effects, I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good practical effects too. Um, All before digital, uh, digital reimaging, and well, I mean, there was a little bit of that, but uh, oh, and this guy just comes out of nowhere. Like, there's he is not. <laughs> you haven't seen him since I do, the hospital. I do love how, Which, it, how the priest just appears out of nowhere, just just grabs her by and, the throat. Through the, all the ca- like, how did he even get up there? Like, I want to see oh, oh. him harpooning up to get up. You know, <laughs> like. Yeah. I mean, uh, over the speculations, Marauder, that yeah. would work. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Just amazing. Okay, so this guy got this guy got shot a bunch of times, and he's, and he's still, still alive. alive. Uh, I found uh, a device in the Dragons of the East book. It's from uh, the the uh, the technocracy. Uh, equipment it's called the doko holds up to 10 points of frequentessence at the wounded level the doko immediately starts monitoring the ancient's chi level and sends a small but steady source of chi through the agent's body uh if the agent becomes incapacitated the doko sends out an emergency signal uh basically it's it's an auto heal device so i'm going to say that he has one of those so do you think he lived through this uh it kept him alive. It allowed him to uh, act, actually. is mm-hmm. probably the better way to put it. Do you think the bleeding out, though, still is like he was taking damage? Still? Uh, or would you say that he lived? Because it, they, they kind of implied he died there at the very end. Yeah, yeah I think, uh, given that, that device description, I think it, w- it allowed him to spend a point of uh, quintessence each round in order to act. Uh, kind of like, you know, uh, Werewolf spends Rage. Uh, mm. You know, stuff like that. Oh, man. I do love how it's the fucking dolphin that kills this fucker. Yeah. (laughs) Well, kind of. uh, Because there's two stages here. Uh, So this is is prime. Oh, yeah. This is just... He is, like, I'm going to fucking burn Because it's supposed to be sonic, right? Uh, No, this is uh, microwaves. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that would be... 
yeah, but that that uh, Jones definitely has like a few dots in prime somehow. But yeah, this is how he actually dies. Is oh the... yeah, it's electrocuted. And, and the cable was severed by the Yakuza guy. Oh yeah, well. And so that like, I don't know. That's that's more coincidence than anything. Also, there is wow. no such thing as coincidence. Everything was set in path in motion yeah. properly. Uh, you, you... You could theoretically say that the Wraith woman showing up uh, caused him to cut the cable and she could have some sort of like uh, divination magic on the other side of the shroud. It's it's kind of like from one of Keanu Reeves' other movies. You know, would you have broken the vase if I didn't say that? Ah, yes, yes. Like it's all about, it's all about fate lines and, you know. All right, he's got the second image. Get the power up. I like how they just like go back to normal. Like they're able to oh, get yeah. this whole place back up and running. All the wires and everything being ripped out and torn up and explosions did not stop anything. Now they didn't explain how long it took, but this is, I feel like this is, this did just all of a sudden happen. Yeah, it, it, it's seconds later. It's because they're a bunch of fucking mages or werewolves. That's why. It's yeah. The explanation. The dolphin can take you into the data. <laughs> I do like this scene here where she's like talking to them, explaining. The comp- See, I feel like that this is definitely like the progenitors have gone bad, you know, and it's like after her passing and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, she was most likely a progenitor. Uh, she could have been a sleeper, though. I mean, she just ran a company. Yeah, but she became a wraith. I feel like she's... Well, I mean, mages uh, don't necessarily become I, wraiths normally, actually, either. But, uh, I think it's mages can't become wraiths, right? Um, they I'm not usually sure. get re-incite, re- reincarnated is kind of the, the concept, but it all depends on your belief structure, I believe, still. It's got virus programs. <laughs> What does he say in the Matrix? Uh, oh, whatever. We'll do the Matrix one day. Yeah. <laughs> the Matrix is a good one, too. I definitely... Uh, I thought right. this, this... I think this was way better than I had anticipated in the sense of, like, how much there is... Especially with the added... added um, Like, the entire... This is a dark world where there is no sun anymore, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, they never say that, but... Uh, oh. <laughs> Get your VCRs ready. I mean, I get that they wrote this in 1995, so maybe they... But I think they had DVDs by then? Oh, man. I mean, we had CDs at the time. Well, they, they, had, a, they had a mini-disc in the, uh, at the beginning yeah, of the movie. Yeah, and theoretically, that mini-disc had 320 gigabytes of data on it. It's actually pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have that yet. Well, we have hard drives that size that can hold that I mean, much data, but not, not optical We have a discs. thumb drive that holds that much data. <laughs> we don't yeah. have a disc. Uh, I mean, we do have discs, but they're not CD drive discs. Uh, or, well, I don't know. All right. Okay, so this is this is him going into the the digital web. Oh my God! His data is getting stretched. Here he goes into the digital web. So this now I think. This is him hacking himself. I almost see this as a seeking 
Yes. Yes, this is almost like a seeking. I could definitely yeah. see this. Oh. So so let's go back to my theory. Like he was a virtual adept and the technocracy found him and captured him and turned him into this uh data smuggler. Uh this is him wiping away what they did. Yeah. With the help of like tons of other mages. So there this is like a super extended role of a bunch of mages and a dolphin. Uh, like just building up successes, breaking down the barriers, uh, you know, every single effect under the sun. I do every I can definitely sp- see this being all played out inside of digital web rules too, as well, that there's like um because the digital web has a little bit different of a combat system that you can kind of go into. Um. Uh, yeah, but he's not physically there, right? He's not. You're. You're not. You normally you're not physically in the digital web and yeah, age. That's, that's true. Um. So it, that's the reason why it's like you know you're using your intelligence instead of physical stats and stuff like that. So it's it, you actually play out the concept. The third image of her. Which is, uh, oh yeah, the, that? Third, the third image was the wraith. Yeah. And if, because uh, I just watched it today, it was in the beginning of the movie too. Oh, she they was right there. You. Yeah, they did. They, yeah. they do have that flash at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah, the first time I watched through it, I had to go back and say, like, oh, was it the image of her? Was the third image the whole time? Because she hadn't shown up yet in the story. Right, yep. Uh, and but she, that, that just proves, though, that she was influencing this entire thing, I think. Yes. Which actually kind of sets up the idea that from the wraith perspective if you i'm not sure is there any future uh like predicting abilities in wraith uh, they, honestly have fate. they have fate stuff and yeah they have a lot of fate stuff yeah so it's possible that like she's working there There could be a lot of wraith doing this i'm trying uh, to think fatalism i think is what it's called is where they can yeah. they can find out a t- they know tons of stuff it's usually death related um which yeah. makes a bunch of sense right. this is so he just downloaded 320 gigabytes of uh data into like less than two minutes of ehs recordable <laughs> visuals and audio <laughs> which is great uh, yeah that that took a little bit of a procedure i would think I like how he gets his memory. He's starting to get, you know, he's got a memory. She looks kind of like the Wraith woman. So I kind of think maybe. Ah, that could be a whole thing, which is why he wiped his memory, left home and stuff like that. Like, yeah. And she was born in 65, uh, which, you know, puts them roughly at the correct ages at this point. Although maybe in this, how old is he in this? Like 30. Um, so he was born in 81 or no, 91. Oh, shit, I'm old. <laughs> oh, yeah, if he's 30 in this, he would be born in 91. Yeah, yep. And she was born in 65. Yeah, she, she would have been, uh, yeah, 20, 26. Yeah, perfect. Wow, that's a good, good little connection there. Yeah, also, <laughs> I don't know why the Pharmacon building lit on fire, but it did. <laughs> didn't they release that information to everybody? And then, so like, this is, this is like the, 
the rebellion that's happening. Like everybody's going to go burn down this place because they're so fucking evil. I don't know. Also, I love this part. Oh, yes. what? Oh, is he still alive? Uh, getting up, he's gonna attack you. Yeah, he's the gonna get you, man. Rope. He's getting up. Just, <laughs> just garbage. <laughs> oh man, I I could see it happening though, because that guy had lots of stuff going on. <laughs> now, see, here's the part where I feel like a producer said, "No, you should have them kiss," and the guy doing the directing was like. No, you know what? No. Just look on. Just and no. The, and I'm glad he said no. All right. Directed by, you know, screenplays. Oh, by... screenplay by William Gibson, based on his short story. Although apparently in the trivia, uh, William Gibson claims that he didn't actually write the script, or it wasn't the version of the script that he wanted. Oh, uh, yeah. There is apparently a Japanese version that uh, is slightly different, uh, so that could introduce some some differences. Um. But yeah. Awesome. Well, um, so we are on the rolling credits here. I think uh, we got some really good uh, speculation in here. I hope you all enjoyed. I, I enjoyed uh, just, just talking about it. So um, thank you so much, Motorori, for coming on and uh, coming up with this whole concept. This is brilliant. So um uh, look forward to yeah. doing some more here. And if anybody out there uh, has listened this long, uh, if you've got an idea for a movie that you'd like us to do this treatment to, you know, just uh, send it to us. Uh, uh, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Um, so you can find us at um, theageofstories.com. Um, you can go onto our website there and there's contact us button or form in the bottom left-hand corner. You can contact us and give us all your crazy, cool suggestions um, you can also contact us at uh, J Golden G U L D A N at Golden Age Stories LLC dot com, uh, but it's probably just best to to hit us up on our website. Um, and then you don't have to figure out how to spell Golden until you get there. So <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, yeah, there's, that, there's that, a Twitter, there's a Discord. I think there's a Facebook. There's an Instagram with pictures of your cats. Yeah, it's yeah. all over the place. We got Twitch and everything like that. We'll have. All of, all of those links are on the website, theageofstories.com. Well, thank you Good night, so everybody. much. Good night. <laughs>